Alrighty, what is up, guys? This is our third episode, and I just want to introduce ourselves. Well, we're going to introduce Craig first. What's up, buddy? Uh, What's up, Craig? My name is Jovi. How you doing, Craig? I'm Fucking Adam. Craig. And I'm Jay. What's up, Craig? How you doing, Craig? Uh, before we get to brass tacks, I want to ask, uh, how you guys doing? How was your week? Um, Adam, you go first. How was, how was your week, man? Uh, it's been all right. Um, nothing too exciting. You cut me off guard. I didn't have time to think of an answer. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, I haven't done anything. Uh, no, it was a good week. I mean, just work. I mean, spend time with the family. Uh, we recently upgraded our Wi-Fi, so we're pretty happy right now. Oh. We're able to just do our daily stuff without yelling at each other to get off the Wi-Fi. So life <laughs> has been a little bit better lately. <laughs> what about you, Jovi? Uh, it's been pretty good. You know, I've been just listening to a bunch of new music. I knew uh, Don Tolliver dropped a new song. I forget what it's called, but I know it's really good, and I've been listening to it a lot lately. Uh, the, Bandit, the Bandit song? Yeah, the Bandit song. Dude, it's fucking good. I, I can't stop listening to it. It's, it's amazing. And then all the shit that's been going on with... Um, <laughs> I know Jay didn't want to talk about this, so I'll segue into it right now. But all the shit that's been going on with um, Nikki and Megan Thee Stallion. <laughs> so go ahead and hop on that, Jay. Uh-oh. Um, uh, I was, I was going to make the joke right now. Like the whole like... Because it went from Joey to Adam back to Jovi. And I was gonna, I was gonna make this SpongeBob joke right now. I saw something once. <laughs> <laughs> well, we didn't hear about his week, so I thought I'd ask him back, and then he'd ask you. Yeah, we're, what are we doing? Kedju highs and lows right now? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Love you, Kedju. How Bless are up. you, Jay? Uh, I'm I'm doing well. I'm I'm doing great. Um, I did want to talk about the Megan Thee Stallion and the. We didn't talk about how you were. You just went right back into it. Oh yeah, I did. I, I have, there's no time for it now. We're just gonna keep rolling. We're just gonna roll through it. <laughs> okay, okay. So, um, did you want me to talk about my week or? Oh God! <laughs> just talk about yourself. Talk about your week, yeah. Okay, 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 right. <laughs> um, it's pretty good. Uh, I I do a lot of resting this week. Um, I've been working like hella. No, uh, it's been pretty good. Uh, I've been working a lot, and then uh, uh, a lot of people are asking like you know for for more hours, so they're like asking to take my shifts and all that. So I'm just like you know what, fuck it. Like I feel like I need a break. So mm. I'm just kind of relaxing, chillaxing, shooting some b-ball outside of the school, you know that type of shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> um. Uh, I've just been spending time with Marlene recently. Um, also, uh, uh, uh-huh. I know it was uh, your lady's birthday recently, right, Jovi? Yes, it was. She hit the big 22. That's, uh, that's dope. That's dope. That's dope. Um, yeah. Uh, what else did I do this week? I mean, I didn't really do much, honestly. I mean, I went to go see my dad uh, last night. It was pretty cool. We went out uh, nice. to a bar. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay. Both <laughs> of you guys on time, right? <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. It was. It was cool. Uh. <laughs> we we went out. We went out to a bar and we were just talking. It was cool. It was a nice little catch up. Um. Other than that, uh, it's just been work, really, and that's about it. Um. Just kind of getting the room together, you know. That way, um. Hopefully soon, me and Adam can meet in the same room, and we don't have to really worry about you know <clears throat> this kind of call anymore. And maybe hopefully, cough mm-hmm. cough a little bit of a teaser for the future. Um, we can maybe start doing actual video recordings of ourselves. And oh my god, I almost threw up. <laughs> I don't think they would have wanted to see that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. Oh, I was like, um, oh yeah. So, anyways, I'm uh, getting back into the whole music stuff. Um, 
Nicki Minaj and uh, Megan Thee Stallion had some beef recently. Um, there was a lot of random little disses that have been happening recently, especially over the fact that who 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 did Megan Thee Stallion say um, shot her in the foot? Was it Tory Lanez? Tory Lanez, yep. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you got a lot of artists like Drake, Twenty One Savage, saying that that didn't happen. Um, you know, especially in that album, her loss. Like there was a lot of disses towards Megan, which was kind of crazy. Um, <clears throat> then out of nowhere, Megan drops hiss, right? And mm-hmm. she just kind of like claps back at those people. But she then also clapped to um, Nikki, and it's kind of a, a crazy, a crazy line. You know, talking about Megan's law. I'm sure everybody on TikTok has seen that already. Um, basically, the reference is that you know her family. I'm not going to say the word. I don't know if we'll not get approved for the video, but. Her family <laughs> is a bunch of artists, if that makes sense. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to make it like, you know, I'm not saying the actual word. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, but definitely, like, you know, they, they're, they're on a list. They're on a list of offenders. There you go. I think, I think that's the best way to put it. But so Megan, Megan uh, called it Megan's Law because it is like. That's the actual name of it. And um, so Nikki didn't take that lightly, and she released Bigfoot. Um, it was so ass. It was really funny to listen to. Uh, me and Marlene were, like, up late at night, and I was like, oh, I forgot she dropped this, so let's listen to it. I don't know what the fuck Nikki was on. She was saying that this is going to be, like, the diss of the century. Like, and, like, all of a sudden, she just started threatening, like, Megan's future kids and shit. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, this isn't a proper diss track. If you want a proper diss track, look at Eminem's diss track against MGK. <clears throat> mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, anyways, other than that, uh, we'd also like to thank everybody for the support on episodes one and two, kind of like segueing away from the whole drama. Um, it's been really awesome to kind of get feedback from people, whether it's family or friends or coworkers or anybody who's just kind of been following along. Um <clears throat> I don't know if you want to say anything about it, uh, Jovi. Oh, yeah. No, the support's been crazy. If I'm being honest, I was not thinking that, thinking we'd get, like, past 50 plays on Spotify. And to wake up the next morning and see that we got 85, I was like, oh, so we're doing something right then. Because the amount of support that we got was amazing from all of you, and I can't thank any of you guys enough. I know people listen to it on their way to work or when they're working out. Or when they're just, you know, chilling at home. Uh, I want to thank you for no matter what, even if you listen to it for five minutes or 30 seconds. I don't care. Uh, A play is a play, and I'll take it, honestly. It just shows that you're supporting us. And the more that we see the support, the more we're going to be wanting to hop back on here and do this. I mean, we just have so much fun, and we love doing it for us, but also for you guys. Because it's fun to know that, you know, we're starting a little community of our own, of people that listen to music. And it's just such a fun thing to do. And I wouldn't want to do it with anyone else uh, because the other two people were booked. No, I'm kidding, guys. I love you. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the but, support's um, been huge. It's been really cool to see. Yeah, so whoever's been listening so far, thank you. Um, whoever's been reaching out and sharing with us directly that they have listened or that they plan on it, thank you. I mean, it, it's cool to hear directly from somebody like, hey, I went out and I went out of my way. I listened to your stuff. Thank you. So it's cool. I appreciate it. I know Jay and Jovi, they've been sharing how excited they've been with people talking about it. So it's really exciting just to know that it's working, (laughs) what we're going for. And then to segue into that more, 
I want to talk about the polls that we've been doing on Instagram. I don't think that we don't notice who's posting or like who's posting the replies or not. And like obviously we notice and we appreciate that because it shows us you guys are staying in the loop with us and everything. So I did want to kind of talk about, you know, like the songs that we've seen on there and we kind of want to shout you guys out. So we're going to be doing that as of right now. So uh, Jay, go ahead, and give, go ahead and give the two people or the two songs you wanted to talk about and shout out. Um, I definitely wanted to touch on... Um... Uh, Cam, at Cam, the homie, the homizzle, the baby boy. Um, uh, he commented Rockstar by Post Malone. Honestly, one of, a, one of, if not the biggest hype song in Post Malone's career. Um, because it kind of, honestly for me, like that was the first time I ever really heard him. And then 21 Savage also featuring on that song too. There was a lot of remixes done for that song. I don't know if you guys have seen the video of the Vine where uh, they combine Rockstar with uh, that one song by Nickelback. Um, I'm going to get so much shit for that. But uh, they combine it and they remix it together and that guy is dancing with the, the green and pink glasses. Like just doing like a little crazy ass dance and it's like a hard like beat and everything. It's, it's so cool. It, it brings up so much, so many memories, especially between me and Cam. Like, so that, I thought that was awesome that he commented that. Um, uh, another person I wanted to touch on was uh, Matt. Uh, he commented, somebody that I used to know. Everybody knows that this was one of those random songs where these two people came together to drop one song and they just left. So we're kind of wondering where they've been at. And they're just kind of riding off the hype of this song. And it's still really good to this day. Like it still tops off really well. Um, so big shout out to Matt and Cam. Really, really just dipped after they made that one song, huh? Like they just made that banger and left, huh? Yeah, that, that that was really it to be honest. Left this one of like a song of the summer type shit, and they were like, "All right, bye." Like they were gone. That's fucking crazy. But um, I'm gonna hop into the two songs of the two people that I would like to shout out. I'm gonna shout out my boy Christian from San Francisco. I love you, buddy. Uh, he posted Doja Cat "Say So" as a song that he was like nostalgic of, and I I mean he's not wrong. That song was like everywhere on TikTok in 2020. Like on edits, on things about Doja Cat, uh, her Spotify was going crazy. Her numbers were going insane. Like that was her first year where I like I noticed her, and Say So was the first time I noticed like who she was like as an artist and stuff like that. And she only like continued to make bangers after that. But everywhere I went, Say So was always playing. Like on the radio, if I was at work, TikTok, Instagram. I mean, fuck you name it. It was everywhere. Shit was crazy. It could never get it out of my head. And the day that I had to look at that and post it again, it's been stuck in my head ever since. So thanks for that, Christian. <laughs> but I'm kidding, though. I love you. And the uh, other song I wanted to talk about and shout out was, um, my bad, let me look at that here, Sunset Driver. And that was given to us by Shelby. It's by Michael Jackson. And, I mean, you can't really top the goat. Michael Jackson is one of, if not the best, at making pop music. I mean, I got to say, he is the king of pop. And he's just been making bangers. Sad that he's not here, obviously, R.I.P., but I mean, Sunset Driver is such a freaking great song. I mean, I love listening to it, especially in like car car rides home. I mean, it's just something that cannot be skipped if you play it on a playlist. You know what I mean, Jay? Yeah, I get you. <laughs> Shit is crazy. I mean, he's made so many good songs. Like, yeah. So Shelby, shout out to you for that by posting the goat. I love it, and I would love to see more from any of you guys that want to post on there. We try to do polls, you know, like once a week, twice a week. It really, just depends on how much time that we have, because you know. We're all people with our own lives, but we'll do our best to get to every single one of you. And, I mean, it's fun doing them. It's fun seeing the responses and seeing the support, obviously. But um, we'll go see Adam. 
um, I know I've been having a lot of fun looking at people's responses just to see what they contribute to the certain idea. And with nostalgia, <laughs> sorry to call you out, but my friend Jesus, he <laughs> submitted What Does the Fox Say? And it's funny to think of that as a nostalgic song, like thinking back, like, oh, yeah, that means something to me looking back on. But it really was just like a point in time where everyone kind of did get along and have fun with that song. I mean, I know the first time I heard it, uh, I didn't know it was as goofy of a song. I just thought it was a popular song. Heard it in the background. <laughs> Another person played it for me, and I really paid attention to it, and I didn't realize that there were animals involved in different noises. <laughs> it's just one of those songs that stands out, and it's, it's really fun. I mean, you can't really argue that. I mean, I don't even think we know. Do you guys know what the fuck says? I never found out. No, I never found it out. <laughs> I thought he'd do it. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> Try to get that out of him. You're a jerk. <laughs> It wasn't going to be hard. <laughs> and then, <laughs> beside that, um, another fun one was Rude by Magic, submitted by Sydney. Um, that one is really fun, but there's also that kind of cringe idea I get about it when I kind of remember everybody going around asking why you got to be so rude. It was funny once, oh but then God. after that, it only annoyed me. <laughs> it was so yeah. stupid. Holy shit. I but forgot they that, did that. The song alone is really fun. I mean, you can't listen to it and not just kind of bob your head. It's just one of those songs you have to get along with, <laughs> even if it has got has that annoying little tendency to it. But we did yeah. get a lot of other oh, my voice songs. cracked. <laughs> <laughs> very, very different song. So I, I appreciate everyone that commented. It's fun to look through them and see what they contribute to it. It's Yeah, it's nice seeing everybody, you know, come coming together and just talking about music. And that's all we want to do on this channel. And just one last thank you for supporting us and making us feel heard you know it's really cool to start a podcast off and have that much support so uh just keep it going and we'll keep you know putting these episodes out for you guys we love doing it and it's fun it's basically just us talking to each other for an hour an hour ten minutes just being dumb and talking stupid basically and it's one of my favorite hobbies as of right now so yeah thank you guys yeah it's been fun but, so going... uh, yeah oh yeah go ahead Jake. go ahead <laughs> I was going to say, going from the absolute high note of a topic, uh, let's go ahead and drop it down a little bit. And today we are going to be talking about some sad songs. And uh, a lot of my coworkers probably know what I'm going to start talking about right now. But only because like, I went around and I asked them all, like, hey, what's a sad song that you remember and put you through a hard time. I'm not going to name any names, just in case you know it's personal. And, you know, they'd like to keep it private. But they did tell me a couple of them. And so I would like to shout them out if, uh, like, once we get to it. Um, but <clears throat> we'll get to that later on. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and talk about an artist that I personally got through a lot of really, really rough times with. Um, uh, the artist that I wanted to kind of shout out and go over was uh, his name is uh, Lanny or Lonnie, depending on how you say it. Um, I know me and Adam were having some confusion before the episode started, uh, but I remember going through a part of life where I was kind of, you know, not not doing so well on <clears throat> on a lot of things. And I remember, uh, I, I remember, I remember there's a lot of like heartbreak going on, a lot of, a lot of sad stuff going on. And this song, uh, the song that I wanted to kind of 
highlight overall was uh thick and thin mm. because that that one was one of the ones that um you know kind of like i just i could listen to on repeat and it was it was a sad it was a sad time you know it was one of those things that you know you it's not like you'll never forget it but i but it it is one of those moments that you kind of are going through something that's hella personal and this song kind of highlighted that moment in my life really um overall i think uh lani or lani is a really good artist and uh definitely go explore uh some of his other work as well um i highly recommend the album malibu nights of course because that one was crazy and amazingly amazingly sad <laughs> um uh but yeah um what uh what artist did you want to highlight today adam and then just a heads up i did google it real quick it's laney mm-hmm. just so we both learned today <laughs> okay cool cool, cool. <laughs> so rex orange county i've mentioned before that he's one of my favorite artists but it was his sad music that really drove me toward what he's been doing um he's made a lot of really fun songs like he has a really nice upbeat side of him but when it's not that it really <laughs> goes sad <laughs> i know jovi and jay they've both seen that side of rex and i know they've enjoyed it mm-hmm. too even though it is hard to listen to but some of his stuff it's just very personal um he addresses just having the insecurities and knowing that it's a little bit harder to have how am i explaining this guys why, why, how, how do i do this <laughs> i don't know how to go into it and then my mom's texting me too. Her Wordle score. This isn't working right now. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to leave that in just because of how funny it is. I don't know why. <laughs> we'll leave it. We'll leave that part. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm going to change that anyways. All right. So I've mentioned it before. Rex Orange County is my main artist that I follow. Um, he has a pretty sad side of him with the music that he makes. He makes a lot of like the upbeat, fun stuff, but there's that side of him where he's willing to go into how vulnerable and sad he can be at times. One of my favorites, it's um, it's not the same anymore. It kind of just talks about that feeling of going day by day, like living tomorrow with uncertainty because you don't really know what's going I'm so on. Sorry for that. Thank you. I, I was nailing that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It just came out, and I knew if I tried to mute myself, it would make noise. It's okay. It was beautiful, but <laughs> but he just talks about how it was like back then. You used to have these feelings. You can associate something with a certain feeling. Obviously, most of the time, happiness. But sometimes you can just lose that, and it makes day by day different. So you go into the next day just not really knowing what to expect, and it can be tough sometimes. Just if you're not, you can just be feeling out of it sometimes. I know mm-hmm. I'm explaining this poorly, but there's some times where you just know you're not where you used to be, and it's hard. It's it's not something that you can just get out of quickly. It might be a rut that you're just stuck in, but him making a song about it and just kind of acknowledging that it happens, and I, I mean, not to sound all sob story, but it has like helped me through certain situations where I just he has that side of him where he's able to be real, and it lets me know, and I'm sure plenty of other people know that it happens, and that's just the way life is sometimes. So. That's just Rex, the way I interpret his music. He's very willing to get into that dark side so that you're not alone. It sounded more sad than I wanted it to, but I just appreciate that side of his music. Um, 
Jovi, what's one of the artists that you've wanted to point out? Um, I know I did set my artists up. I'm going to go ahead and say this. I know I set my artists up for what I was going to say today, but it feels wrong if I don't mention this artist. I know Jay knows I have a strong connection to him. So it feels wrong if I don't mention him. I didn't want to, but I'm going to anyways. Uh, the artist I want to talk about is Juice World. Um, I had a very strong personal connection with his music uh, going through high school and stuff like that. I mean, it was like the age of SoundCloud rappers where, you know, Juice World was out, XXX Tentacion was out, um, Ski Mask, Slump God, every, you know, all those artists were starting to come up. And um, Juice made very, like, I don't want to sound like sad, but it is sad music. You know, he obviously had his hype stuff, but um, his first album, Goodbye and Good Riddance, was more or less like about a breakup and sad music. And that's what kind of helped me get through a lot of breakups back in high school. I've had a few, I know. Um, I'm not going to talk about that as much, but I don't know. It just it helped me a lot. And the way he talked about certain things and how much you can relate to it was one of the things I could really just get out, get a grasp onto, especially when I was like in like a downward spiral or something. I mean, his music was just always there for me, and I always listened to it. And there was never not a day where I didn't have him playing in my, like, cheap-ass Dollar Tree headphones. Like, I mean, it was awesome. And uh, the main song that will always stick out to me is going to be I'm Still. Um, basically just talking about, like, yeah, bad things happen, and breakups will happen, people come and go. But um, you still gotta, you still got to keep moving forward, and you got to keep... Keep your chin up, keep your head up, basically. And I think that's the best part about Juice. As an artist, he always, as I mean, he would talk about the negatives, but he would also talk about getting up and picking yourself up. And that was like a positive as well with his music. And he always spread positivity. I mean, I love the guy. I have like sweatshirts and everything from the guy. Always wanted to go see him perform, but sadly, you know, things happened. But um, yeah, that's one of my main artists. Yeah, I think he was like my top artist on Spotify for like, four years, five years in a row. So he had a crazy run. I think he's still in my top five. But I mean, you know, other artists come into play. But yeah, I was going to go ahead and talk about him. I didn't want to at first, but I mean, I felt wrong if I didn't say his name. So um, we're going to segue back to Jay for another artist uh, he wanted to talk about. So um, go, ahead and, go ahead and hop on that, Jay. An artist I wanted to kind of bring up, especially recently because I've gotten to become such a bigger fan of him. Uh, and because he released his uh, album called Harry's House, uh, everyone who is a Harry fan uh, knows that this is Harry Styles, who I'm going to be bringing up. Um, he has a lot of he's like he's a lot of very upbeat songs, kind of like how Adam was saying about Rex. Um, but he also has a a good mixture of songs that kind of touch on some like harder subjects and like you know just just like life in general um some of the songs i wanted to highlight uh were his most recent one in uh harry's house called matilda um the song talks about the song talks about growing up and you know kind of dealing with like a a rough childhood and a lot of people say like you know every how how do i read this properly everybody has rough childhoods Go ahead and cut that little part out. Um, everybody has rough childhoods in their own way. And I'm never going to discredit anybody on like, oh, you had money. You didn't have a rough childhood. Your parents were great. Or your parents were shit, but you had good friends or you had good siblings. So your childhood was still great. You know, I'm never going to do that to somebody because 
it's it's one of those things is that you know we're all human you know we all have our own emotions we all go through our own things growing up so matilda is a song about um matilda i mean it kind of bases it on matilda the little girl from the movie matilda i know i'm saying that a lot but uh looking at it from your own perspective you don't have to be a little girl (laughs) you can be a little boy growing up anywhere and um i'm sorry i just kind of blinked out right now (laughs) Uh, (laughs) so your 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 family could be like like in the song he describes a a scenario where a little girl is very clueless to her parents either arguing or saying bad things about her or yelling or even if you can interpret it this way cheating on one another you know and um harry describes the song that like as a child you don't understand fully what that means yet i mean every child knows what love is and what you know anger can be so you know most of the time as children we were growing up saying like oh mommy loves daddy but then when mommy and daddy got a divorce mommy doesn't like daddy anymore so that made mommy angry that made daddy angry you know so it's like a it's it's like as children we don't know and but as we grow we kind of figure it out like that we went through something that no kid should ever go through really um harry talks about how matilda basically goes through all this pain and i'm sorry let me reset that (laughs) um harry talks about harry talks about matilda and how she goes through all of this pain um with her family um even though supposedly they showed her love and they showed her support and care but they didn't show it in the right places and she she basically like knows that a piece of her is dead inside. That's literally one of the the lines in the song. Um, but she can't, you know, she can't let go of the fact that it's her family. But Harry is kind of like the fairy godmother of this song, where he's basically reassuring her that you don't have to be sorry for growing up in such a rough childhood. And you don't have to be sorry for not wanting to maybe see your parents. You don't have to be sorry for not wanting to see certain family members who didn't show you as much compassion on the emotional side rather than the physical side. Um, You don't have to be ashamed for growing up and wanting to be on your own. You don't have to be ashamed for leaving mom and telling her that, you know, I have to do me now and I have to be my own person. And I don't want you along the ride with me because you damaged me emotionally or telling your dad that his emotions got the better of him and he wasn't emotionally there for you thinking that, and that's like, here's the thing. I'm not knocking on parents at all. I'm saying that like, there are some scenarios where it does happen, you know, and I'm sure, I'm sure some parents have gone through that themselves, um, you know, with, with who, who I would call like my grandparents. Because obviously I'm a generation, and then there's their generation, and then there's the generation above them too. So they could be going through the same. They could have gone through the same thing, and hit it very well. But I feel like as of recently, us as a generation, we've kind of grown into the idea that sensitivity is a good thing, 
and it very much makes us human and it brings like a better connection between all of us where we can where we can like view each other on the same level as like brother and sister in a way you know like i can see somebody crying and it's like well, why are you crying? You know, like what happened? Like what's going on? You, you feel sympathy, you feel compassion. When before I feel like it was like, not up or shut up, you know, like, like grow a pair or like be a man or be a woman, you know, like that type of thing. Like I've always hated that kind of terminology, but I, I loved this song specifically from him. And I'm sorry I talked so much about it, but it really is like a, like a important song for, people to listen to and i highly recommend it if you feel like you've gone through that type of thing i know a lot of people have but it's so beautiful and i'm sure it'll make you cry it made me tear up a lot so yeah i'm gonna go ahead and pass it to adam all right thank you for your addition to your sad music i appreciate you billing being willing to get personal about it I mean, so, I mean, I genuinely, I said it funny, but thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the artists I wanted to talk about was, and I mentioned them beforehand, but um, just to get more into him, his name's Boy With Duke. Um, he has a lot of music where he is willing to go into that side of music. Um, it's always nice to find artists who are willing to have that upbeat side of them, like kind of just what we're talking about right now. It's a... Uh, it's cool just being able to look at these artists and see that they have their ups and downs and they're willing to share both. So um, part of his downside was um, initially the whole idea between Bovithuk or about Bovithuk was that uh, he was anonymous. He wore uh, like a black mask with LED eyes and that was his face for years as he started. Um, it seemed like it could have been just a character idea, but more along as you listen to his music, you can tell that it's more of a being insecure and not being comfortable being able to be yourself while being able to try to be yourself while he's making music, sharing music. But um, one song uh, specifically is called uh, Understand. And uh, he just, he's willing to share that he knows that he's not who he needs to be or who somebody else might want him to be. But he's trying and he's willing to to make that attempt to be better. While also, which is important, like acknowledging those faults and not being able to immediately correct like it's gonna take time um it's not just like bad habits it's also just um in general not being able to trust people um not being able to be comfortable with somebody just because they're always going to have that wall of their own insecurity um so just being able to talk about it and sing about it and then also have an upbeat (laughs) sound while doing it (laughs) it's it's a pretty cool way to see that emotion or be able to hear about it and just kind of give more meaning to it. Um, beside that, he also has another one where um, it's called She Said No. Nothing too crazy. Just uh, kind of sounds like just love song. You think it's going to be like Boy Meets Girl kind of talking about that. Oh, everything's going to go well. But then he talks about just that blind side of all of a sudden there not being anything and just kind of saying, oh, everything's going well. This is this. There's that. We're all doing okay. And then she said no. Just kind of. 180 on him not really understanding and having to go through that and just just the way he tells stories and his music and being able to share like what could be personal stories or making it feel personal i think that's a pretty big strong point in an artist and him being able to do that just kind of 
it's probably a reason why I've stuck with him as long as I have. But um, I know Jovi. I've shown him a few songs of his, and mm-hmm. I know Jovi. He'd probably agree. Just a lot of interesting music on his end, but um, I know Jovi. He might have another song artist for us, too. Uh, yeah, I don't... I mean, Boat with the is amazing. I mean, Adam would show him to me all the time at work and all the TikToks he'd do. I agree with Adam. That, that guy is awesome. And his mask is awesome, too. I know he recently, like, took it off, and he's doing his own face now, which is pretty cool. Like, proud of him. He but did. the yeah, artist I, I wanted to... Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But the artist I wanted to hop into was uh, Post Malone. Um, I didn't listen to Post Malone that much during high school. I just, I don't know, I couldn't get into him that much. But out of high school, um, I listened to him a lot more when um, Hollywood's Bleeding came out. And uh, it was around the time I was a freshman in college. And if I'm being quite honest, shit hit the fan my freshman year in college. Um, went through a rocky breakup and I also, you know, lost a few friends. I mean, shit happens out of high school. I lost a few friends and uh, my uncle passed away. And during all this time, there was really um, just one artist I'd go back to a lot, and it was Post Malone. I don't know why, but the, um, how calming his voice was at a time of like just pure, I guess, anxiety, and just how calming and soothing it could be to an 18-year-old kid, it just felt nice. Uh, looking back at it, it was insane going through all of that around the same time, but I'm thankful I had music to kind of like Help me kind of be my therapy, basically. Um, a song by Post Malone that helped me get through a shit ton is called uh, Feeling Whitney. It um, is very just calming and soothing. It's something that I used to use to put me to sleep, especially when I would stay up, just trying to think everything out, think everything that's been going on. And uh, it was a rough time, you know. It was, I'm not going to lie, it was not fun. But um, his music just helped me a lot and then along with you know making me feel better and making me feel happier was just like his upbeat stuff what was going on and stuff like that so i always be thankful for him as an artist because the positive the positive vibes he brings as an artist are amazing but the way he can get down to earth and talk about things that are really serious such as like addiction and stuff like that is you know it's really good to hear that sometimes you're not the only person going through that and that there's a way to get out of that and to be a better human being, basically. So, I mean, I don't think I'd be where I am today without his music, if I'm being completely honest. I mean, that totally changed me as a person today. Um, he keeps making, you know, obviously great music. I mean, his last album, Austin, was great. But not to get, you know, too sad, but I'd like to say his music really just helped me out in a really dark time. And... I don't think I'll ever be able to thank him for that, obviously. <laughs> but, I mean, it's just, I'm happy I had that music at that time in my life. But, um, Jay, go ahead and hop on to your last artist. Uh, somebody who I wanted to talk about, um, another artist who I know we mentioned a lot in the last episode about nostalgia. Um, he obviously is uh, Bruno Mars. Big, big artist when it comes to, you know, hip-hop and like kind of like soulful R&B, you know, he's not, he's not black. And I've seen a video on this on, on TikTok, which was kind of funny where they like, he knows he's not black, but he, like, he knows he's a guest in like the, that kind of culture, you know, like he doesn't steal their culture. He embraces it in a way. And he kind of, 
you know, he, 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 he knows when he's wrong and he knows what to do and what not to do, which is cool. Um, but getting into him, uh, his, his songs as of recently have been more playful, you know, even if they are a little sad. Um, his most recent sad song definitely was uh, Put On A Smile in the uh, Evening With Silk Sonic album uh, with Anderson Pack. Um, you know, talking about, you know, a a little... Sorry, sorry, I'm just kind of blanking out right now. <laughs> um, basically saying that he, like, misses his significant other and that he wants to keep a smile going but it's so hard to do it um uh that's just his most recent one but i know everyone would absolutely destroy me if i didn't mention talking to the moon because on duops and hooligans for that song to come out it was like the most heartbreaking song on that entire album um it definitely falls in line with another song that i do also want to talk about as well um, talking to the moon, so a uh, a song. I mean, it's it's very similar to uh, put on a smile, but in this one, it's just blatantly missing somebody, and his symbol. What's what's the word for it? Is is it? I don't want to say symbology because I don't think it's a real word. Symbolism. But his symbolism. <laughs> yeah, his symbolism. Yeah. Okay. Restart, restart. Um, mm-hmm. His symbolism in the song about missing somebody who everyone claims was never there, because like literally the first thing was for one of the first things that he says is like my neighbors think I'm crazy, but they don't understand. You know, like there's people who will try to comfort you and tell you that this person wasn't good enough for you, and that like you know you should just move on. But at night. <laughs> <laughs> when you're <At> alone <laughs> literally at night um, at night is when everybody kind of goes through their rough time and i know everybody can kind of relate to that like everyone knows like the whole like like oh, what's, the, what's the terminology 3 a.m vibes you know like there's 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 certain times for certain things you know and whether you're going through a breakup or you're going through missing somebody who has passed on or you're you know you're just kind of going through it in general like work is hard life is hard um i was about to do the feature now (laughs) 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 um you know it's it's like you're kind of talking to yourself in a way while the moon is out which is kind of like why he wrote the song too um it's very beautiful it's very like it's very one of the it's one of those songs that you can belt out in the car it's one of those songs that you can play with your friends and still have a good time um you know and but it also can remind you of a hard time um another one i wanted to call out by bruno mars was uh it will rain definitely another heavy hitter song it was played at the end of twilight um I'm shouting it out because I actually finally watched the movies <laughs> and they're really good. <laughs> and I understood why they played it at the end as well. You were crying too. I was crying too. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but it was just, it, it's just one of those things where it's like, you can 
like like the song the song talks about like not being accepted by the parents so you're never going to get a chance to you know you're never going to get a chance in general and i know a lot of guys and a lot of girls have gone through that as well um you know boy has their mom that they that a woman has to impress or a girl has to impress and every <laughs> every girl has her dad that um us as guys like we have to get through to kind of like you know be on the good side and like you know but it's like uh, <laughs> a lot of people probably know what i'm talking about when i say that like you know you can you can do all you can and they still won't accept you in a way you know and i'm not speaking personally i'm being so serious when i say that <laughs> but um just to kind of clarify but i i like that's what the song is about and me being a person of is the right word empathy where I can kind of like feel what somebody's saying? Yeah. Um, being somebody who's like an empath in a way, like oh, another I, way I'm to put it. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> being somebody who's an empath in a way, uh, understanding somebody's feelings in that, like I'm sure it can be tough. Like I'm sure, I'm sure it's it's rough, kind of going through that motion. Um. But yeah, uh, Bruno Mars definitely. Needs to be writing some songs like this again. Someone needs to break his jolly little heart again. I'm just kidding. I love this man so much. <laughs> um, but somebody I think please. <laughs> but somebody please, because his heartbreak songs are so good. Um, I'm going to go ahead and pass it back over to Adam. Um, instead of introducing an artist or just overall talk about how one person can kind of talk about how... See, I don't know how to phrase my words anymore. I don't even know how to talk anymore. <laughs> Instead of mentioning another artist, I wanted to just kind of mention one song specifically that I like that kind of has like that sad tone to it. Um, it's by Bedside Kites. It's called The Sad Song About a Girl I No Longer Know. Um, just given the title, given the gist of the story, not to get all emotional and take it apart, but um, just about being willing to be vulnerable in order to make a relationship work and kind of over-exhausting that idea. Uh, it's it's a fun song. I mean, if you heard it in the background, you'd probably just be bobbing your head, not really realizing what it's about. But it's a, it's a pretty fun song. Uh, looking at the lyrics and kind of looking into it is when it makes it sad. I mean, given the title, a sad song about a girl I no longer know. Like how you can build this whole relationship, go through so much with somebody, and then in the end, looking down the line, it kind of almost like it didn't happen. Just kind of say you can walk by them and not look at them and not react at all. So, I mean... Just kind of in general, that's what the song's about. I mean, gives it there's a lot more meaning to it than I gave it, but for them to be willing or be able to hide it in such like a fun and more exciting song, I like when they're willing to do that. I wish I were able to share more songs like that or find them more easily, but I like that kind of stuff. It's kind of when you don't really realize how much meaning is into it unless you really look into it. So I don't know if you guys have found songs like that or just in general music in that category make sure to send it to me because i want to find more stuff like that i like when it's sad but you don't know it that was me jovi what else do you have to add to the sad category uh the last artist i want to add to um it's gonna be mac miller i know i had chosen a few i think my whole lineup i chose for artists were all like different but uh it's gonna be mac miller i listened to him a lot back in high school um and, you know obviously i love rap and mainstream stuff he was a part of that for a minute um I don't know, very upbeat. And it wasn't really sad music. It was just, I was sad. So I listened to that to make me like get out of that. 
I'm not sure if that makes any sense. <laughs> yeah, but, it um, sounds like it works. <laughs> yeah. Um, the song that like helped me a lot was The Spins. I was always like playing that on loop, always listening to it. I mean, I listen to it to this day. I can sing that word for word, rap it bar for bar. But I mean, if we want to get into you know the sad stuff, obviously, that Mac Miller made. Um, I know it's cliche, but I mean, I just, I love the song so much. It's a self-care. And, you know, throughout the years, I've gone through quite a bit. And um, that song has a really uh, impactful message to me is, um, you know, just taking care of yourself. And that's what everybody needs to do. And that's what everybody should do. I mean, I went through, I won't, you know, obviously go into it that much, but went through a lot of stuff where I was, you know, drinking a lot or just doing stuff I shouldn't be doing. And it was hard. It was rough. I mean, life is not easy. <laughs> and they let you know that, but they let you know that a little too late. Um, so I was listening to self-care a lot and a lot of his music just to get me out of that funk that I was in. Uh, if I'm going into work and I'm having a bad day, uh, you know, throwing the spins and it just puts me in a better mood, you know, it gets me hyped, full of energy, ready to go for the day. Just something to get me going on a day where I'm not doing so hard, doing so great. So I don't know. This is little pick me ups that I try to do and try to use just to get me going. And I'm really thankful for his music because I mean, it'd be hard to go into work that sad, I guess. <laughs> so it, it's good to have those type of things, you know, little things people use to help themselves get back off the floor. So, yeah, I, it's not that sad, but I mean, the other two artists I talked about were, so I wanted to kind of just ease it out with something not as terrible. <laughs> So Mac Miller was more of like an upbeat artist for me that would help me get out of like sad spots and stuff. But um, Jay, I know you had something or something as an idea you wanted to talk about. So go ahead and go on to that. Um, I wanted to kind of, I'm so glad you talked about, you know, having like the upbeat side, like same thing with Adam, like mentioning like the whole upbeat um, things that can actually um, get you through some stuff, you know? And Something that I kind of wanted to touch on was the idea of, and I'm sure I'm sure you guys are going to be like, oh, that makes sense. But a lot of people are going to be like, why the hell are you listening to that? You know, when you're feeling a certain way. But what I'm trying to say, <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that um, some people actually think that if you listen to sad music all the time, you're sad, or if you're listening to a sad song. You're sad in that moment. Mm. But where's the harm in listening to a sad song for fun? That's something mm -hmm. I kind of wanted to talk about in a way. Um, yeah. because we've all played sad songs together in the car, like sang them out without really feeling sad, just kind of like laughing about it and having fun with it. And there are some solid songs that you can sing with your friends kind of chilling or with your cousins kind of chilling you know you, you can chill and play sad music you know and yeah it will it might remind you depending on the song it might remind you of a time when you were sad but you know you don't necessarily have to feel that way anymore um you know listening to it especially with a group of people who actually love you you know um i know one of my favorite songs to kind of like belt out together um, Jovi, do you know what song I'm about to talk about right now? I'm scared. I don't know which one it is. There's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I 
um the uh the oh my god uh you brought up post malone earlier and it immediately made me think of like that whole idea of, like how he used to say it's like saying i fall apart on Ooh. his uh on his stony album or even yeah. on the or on the album beer bungs and bentley's how we used to sing um stay all the time in the car mm-hmm. i know we've done that a couple times too adam like with matt because <laughs> like, it's mm-hmm. a good song but like we're not necessarily sad you know we're just kind of like diving into a song that we actually enjoy i get that i mean i'll be wanting to disagree with the the argument or the saying that i'll be listening to sad music all the time you're sad or if i mean why do you put this on it's gonna make you i don't necessarily agree with that i mean i listen to sad music a lot i'm not gonna lie but i'm not sad (laughs) i just like the music that i listen to and that just happens to be sad like i'll listen to rex orange county i'll put on some post malone put on some noah kahan i'm not that i'm sad i just i like being able to relate to something and then you know it's just something fun to sing along to and um like jay you were saying like throwing a song on in the car and just singing it it's fun to look back at well i wouldn't say fun but it's it's good healthy to look back at how you were when this song first like came into your life and where you're at now where you can sing that shit with your chest and be like yeah i'm over that but like i'm still gonna bang this song obviously because i'm like i'm happy i got over that that hump or that rut that i was in i think one of the songs that i'll always sing with my my like my full heart my full chest is love by yeah by Cole. i mean <laughs> that shit <laughs> i will try my best to hit those notes i know damn well i won't but i'm gonna still try I don't care how drunk I am. I'm going to, I'm going to hit those fucking notes, <laughs> but I yeah, just something I can sing with my chest. Like I used to listen to that song back when I was like super sad, fucking little eighth grade Jovi tears running down his face and everything. Deeper haircut shit. And now I can look back at that. and I'm like, damn, I, I've come a long way. I've better than I've, but better than I was all those years ago, obviously. So it's fun to look back and sing those songs and, you know, sing it with your chest. Like, like Jay said, it's fun to sing those songs full of a room of people that love you and that want, you know, what's best for you and to see how far you've come. It's, it's a great way to see your improvement as a person. And, um, yeah, I mean, Adam, what do you think about all that? I mean, yeah, I mean, if it's a sad song and you love it, I mean, it's going to, you're just going to treat it like a regular song. I mean, it's probably more common that an emotional song like that is going to have a more, distinctive or exciting sound to it especially if they're putting in that emotion while they're singing sometimes the best songs are sad songs because of it mm-hmm. so i mean i don't think there's anything wrong in it i mean i just think it's more worthy of singing in the car just kind of gives you more reason like if you have emotion behind it oh you're gonna sing it even harder i mean i'm sure jovi he's singing all crazy in the car for like no reason but <laughs> all the time emotion behind it yeah exactly he's gonna be willing to just sing it as if he were the artist so it's nice being able to put yourself in their shoes and being able to sing, I mean, what you could have gone through. I mean, it just makes it more more of a connection to whoever's listening or singing and now we're just... Yeah, I agree. I mean, sad songs necessarily aren't like a, a bad thing. And I, I've come to notice that people think that like, oh, why don't you put something happy on? Or why don't you put like this on? Why are you listening to this? It's like, it's like I, I'm not sad. I just, it's what I feel like listening to. And it's what I like like listening to. It's not that I'm sad. And it's nothing terrible with that. I mean, shit. I mean, me and my buddy Taylor can go around singing Secondhand Serenade, and we could be the happiest people in the world, drunk as shit, but we're not sad. We just love listening to that band and listening to punk rock like that. It's so much fun. 
And same with Cameron, listening to all of MGK's sad shit. And, but we're not sad. We're just at work having fun. It's like, I don't know. It's fun when you can sing it with people that, that like Jay said, that you know that they love you. And I know I don't have much time, but I'm going to touch on it anyways because we're talking about sad music. Sad music and musicals, I fucking can belt my heart out to. I know so can Jay. But I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's, oh my God, singing any of those songs by like Dear Evan Hansen or any any from the In the Heights or Hamilton, it's so much fun just to belt out. I mean, me and Jay got a chance to just actually be a part of that within the Heights and, you know, belt that out live for people. And it was amazing. I mean, Jay, you, what do you feel about sad musical songs, huh? I mean, they're great. I mean, and technically, you don't really have to have musical songs that you can sing, because if you go and watch a movie called La La Land, there's Mm -hmm. not a lot of songs that are sad. (laughs) There's not a lot of songs that are sad on there, but Mia and Sebastian's theme, you Mm -hmm. can hear it. You You can legitimately hear the song, and you can get both sides of the thing. I'm both both sides of the movie. Cause mm-hmm. sorry, Adam, <laughs> if I'm gonna spoil it for you. <laughs> you only wrote it up just to point out that I haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> um, it looks great. I'm sure it is. It's, it's it's a really good movie, and it has such a good ending. And I mean, it's a heartbreaking ending, but it's a good one. But you can touch on both sides of the subject i think this this song me and sebastian scene kind of perfectly represents like a song can be one specific thing and you can take it as happy or sad it's it depends on how you interpret it um but when sebastian is playing that song for the first time and me i hears it obviously mm-hmm. there's a spark and there's love there's joy and it stems down this path for them to just go through all the motions and all of everything. And it just kind of reminds you, or you, you can hear it and feel romantic in a way. I know that when I play the car, play the song in the car with Marlene, um, it's very, it's very romantic. We're just kind of like there and enjoying each other's presence. And, you know, it's one of the songs that I definitely want to have in the wedding. Um, but you can also take it as something sad too, because mm-hmm. it not, only has a romantic tone but it has a sad tone as well especially going deeper into the movie i'm sorry i know this isn't a movie podcast um but, <laughs> but just kind of you know breaking it down musically because it is a musical um uh at the end of the movie you know you can take it sad like it reminds them of a time when they were in love years later uh no years before uh, you know, because the end of the movie is like years later. Um, mm-hmm. But it reminds them of a time when they were in love and when they were happy and when, you know, it, it, it's almost like they made a mistake in the end. But, you know, everything's up for interpretation. And, you know, I, I guess that's like a perfect representation of that whole situation. I, th- I think it's, I think I think musicals are amazing, and I definitely want to touch on them more. Um, Adam, do you have any musicals that you've heard that are sad? Um, no. (laughs) 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 I wish I were. I mean, I do love good musical. I I just don't necessarily go out of my way to listen to musicals. But like, um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, talking about you guys, I mean, like, say in the Heights, the way I've heard you guys sing that before, 
And I mean, just being able for you to be able to see you guys sing that and like have that relationship with that song. I mean, one, because you guys like performed it like on stage, but like then again, you guys did it together, which just makes it even better for you guys. So you guys are able to have that history with the song. So that I mean, that's pretty cool. It's cool that you guys have that. But I mean, regarding other musicals, I mean, I haven't really, I don't really have anything to share <laughs> along those lines, <laughs> but I mean, it's just listening to you guys talk about it. That's, it's making me emotional. Oh yeah, I get it. <laughs> yeah. Um, one last thing I wanted to touch on before we do end, I know we've been going on for a long time, so if you're listening, my bad, but, um, uh, it was a whole La La Land thing. Uh, as I was watching it and it's, um, now that I've, you know, grown up a bit since I've last seen it. It's um, symbolism for life and that everything doesn't end with closure. Um, you know, friendships, relationships, anything. I mean, it doesn't always end with closure. Sometimes it just ends and that's it. And that's honestly, that's life. Sometimes you're not always able to get that last word in or that last goodbye or the last I love you in. It's, it's sad, but it's life. And I, I like the way that ended because it's very, very real. Not a happy ending. But at the same time, it kind of is for them, but not for the audience, which I thought was cool. Because, I mean, it, shit like that happens, you know? And it's kind of like an unsaid goodbye. And that's how I'll look at it for as long as I can, because that's how that movie was interpreted to me, was not being able to say goodbye to somebody and just having to let go. And that's it. Like, no closure. There it is. Right on the right, like all cards on the table, like nothing left. And that's how I'll always think of that movie, just like a, like what could have been, but all right, you got to keep moving. Life moves forward. You got to keep pushing. That's how, that's kind of how that movie ended for me. It's just a, you can take a moment to be nostalgic about it, but then you got to get back up, dust yourself off and keep moving. I don't want to get all crazy right there. (laughs) (laughs) No, explain that well. But I think right here's a good spot to end it. Uh, I'm excited for episode four. I have no idea what the theme's going to be. We kind of just wing it. (laughs) <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure we'll get better at it as time goes on. I'm supposed to tell them that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, any last words, you guys? I mean, I know this episode was rough to go through today, but happy that we did it because you know it's uh showing everyone that we're also just human and it's you know we're just talking about life. Hopefully yeah, they can um, share their stuff with us. Some more of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. one one thing that I did want to kind of talk about was that like. I I'm 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 glad that we kind of touched on this episode. I my voice fucking cracked so bad right now. I'm gonna restart that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that we did this episode because it touches on a subject that a lot a lot of people are very comfortable talking about being sad. You know, like it's okay to be mm-hmm. sad. It's okay to be depressed. It's okay to feel certain things. It's okay to be angry at people. It's okay to kind of go through that. I mean, us three like not getting too personal. But we have all been through that. And I know that for a fact, Mm -hmm. you know, we all know each other on a personal level. And we've all gone through very, very dark things, very specifically, you know, hurtful experiences. And, uh, yeah, you know, just kind of want to let everybody know that you're not alone. And, you Mm -hmm. know, like any, any friends that you have, you know, they're there for you. Um, the family who, does show you the love and compassion that you look for go to them you know it's not it's never the end of the world and it's never you know it's it's never it's never 
too hard to keep going because you can get up and you can't keep going and you can't keep pushing forward. And honestly, if you feel like you have nobody, listen to music because music will help mm-hmm. you out. Honestly, music helped me out, helped Jovi out, helped Adam out. And I'm sure it can help you guys out too for getting through tough times and going through tough times. And if you're going through one right now, I'm sorry. And I hope everything gets better, honestly. Thank you for that, Jay. I mean, I think, yeah, I mean, all of us can speak from personal experience. We've been through shit. So um, like Jay said, don't, don't feel like you're alone. Because uh, nine times out of ten, you're not. I've been there. I've thought I was. But every time I've turned around, I've always had, I've always had my guys behind me. And at this point, they're not even my friends. I consider them brothers and family. And I wouldn't be where I am today without them or without my beautiful wife. So don't think you're alone. Promise you you're not. Because at the end of the day, you always have yourself. And that's honestly a great thing. Because before you can love anybody, you've got to love yourself. That's what I kind of want to end it on. And Adam, if you have any last messages. Yeah, I mean, you guys already said it pretty well. I mean, just important to know. There's always somebody. Somebody always cares. So if you guys need somebody, I'm here. Jovi's here. Jay's here. But yep. you guys can always talk to somebody. JJ is here. <laughs> JJ is here. <laughs> I thought you meant Jay specifically. <laughs> <laughs> Um, JJ is here. Copyright pending. Um, yeah, but uh, shout uh, out to everybody who um, did give me some song suggestions. Uh, I will give them a little quick shout out um, uh, to the coworkers who did give me a little drops. Uh, Creep by Radiohead was a one that they told me that we should listen to. Uh, obviously, everybody knows that song. It's a great one. Uh, Wonderwall by Oasis is a beautiful song that you should listen to. Um, the Climb by Miley Cyrus was also recommended to me, by the way. I know Jovi's going to get a kick out of Christ. that. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, thank everybody for the support. Um, thank you for all the recommendations. Uh, hopefully this episode wasn't too sad for y'all. Um, I don't know if you guys wanted to say anything else, but if you want to leave it on that note, I'm going to close it out. <laughs> we can we can close it out. Don't worry. We'll, we'll be back to our regularly scheduled bullshit the next episode. Yeah, but, definitely. Um, I'm going to be making weird noises. Oh, yeah, it's on. <laughs> right back to it. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, righty. So, with that, I have been Jovi. I've been Adam. And I've been Jaden. This has been JAJ. Thank you guys for listening, and thanks so much for the support. All right. Thank you, everybody.